Bless the Lord, and welcome to This Is The Day Ministries Podcast Series. I am your host and pastor, Dr. Courtney Alexander-Harris. Today is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Today, we're going to be covering the video on a modern-day KKK assault. Black ranchers in rural El Paso, Texas are having some issues. They're having some issues, and... Uh, we're going to keep it biblical. Amen. We're going to keep it biblical. This um, story is is uh, interesting, to say the least, um, because this is like real life. This is real life. The, the video is seven minutes, 55 seconds long. Uh, the link will be here for you to, to review for yourself. Um, and basically, the issue at hand is that um, there is a black couple who are they're farmers and they're having some issues from a racial perspective and it's really really unfortunate that this is this is what it is but it is what it is I'm doing a series called Stand and Study and uh, it's it's we just finished the seventh week of it and this past week was called Forgiveness into Victory. But before we get into that, I just wanted to discuss uh, some of the details surrounding this this um, issue that's going on. I mean, the, the video itself is six days old. It's, it has nearly 700,000 views. So it's getting some traction. Um, but the, the, the issue is that there's a black family. They have uh, cattle. They have livestock. They have land. And they're farming. I mean, they're, they're doing it like for real. <laughs> not they don't have a, a tomato plant in their windowsill talking about their their farmers. They're they're actually doing this thing. But the issue why this is catching traction because it's coming from a racial perspective. Um, they are been threatened. They've they've expressed having some of their animals or their livestock poisoned or what have you, kept being killed, etc. And they've reported this. Apparently, they've reported this several times. There's there are several calls. Um, there are several pieces of documentation that goes towards this particular uh, circumstance and they're on the, apparently they're on the wrong end of it as being the the aggressor instead of the victim um, and they, they feel like they've had they haven't gotten any any response from the law enforcement you know and the, <laughs> towards the end of the, the the video there you know the the sheriff they, they're saying that they they weren't getting any response so the sheriff finally makes a statement they're going to do an investigation you know the, the usual blah 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 we're going to make sure that you know we're, we're not going to tolerate any racist police on the force etc but here's the here's the issue you're going to have racist we're going to have racism because you're going to have people that are still subject and fall into sin and have not accepted Christ as the head of their life. Don't believe in God. Don't believe in the word. Don't believe in what he's, he's set forth to establish for his people. And if we would walk in that, then we would experience greater victory. You're going to have that. Um, and it's just the reality of what, what we're going through as people. And, you know, how do we navigate that is, is where we, we want to get to particularly as believers. I love God. Um, I've given my life to, to Christ. I've repented and I've turned from my wicked ways and I've and, and, and endeavoring to live my life according, strictly according to what God has set out for me in his word. Because 
and having heard this cliche that the Bible is basic instruction before leaving earth. <laughs> Amen. Right. We're here for a certain amount of time and the word of the Lord is sharp. It is right on time. So when I hear about these types of injustices as a, a black man, as a, a black married to a black woman, I have black children, both both male and female, both daughters and and sons. I have to consider the world that I live in, but bigger than that, I have to consider the kingdom that I'm a part of, and I'm part of the kingdom of God because he is the head of my life. The spirit of God flows through me. Amen. I am not my own. I am subject and surrendered to what God has ordained for me as his creation because I put him first in my life. So with that, Yes, I understand that there are racial concerns, there is discrimination, there is all of these things that will make us cry foul, make us cry inequality, make us cry injustice, make us want to shout black lives matter. But listen, black lives, all lives matter because we are created in the image of God. So I am going to continue to encourage you to, yes, um, put God first. Absolutely. Look at your fellow man, regardless of their skin tone, as to one who needs the love of God first. Am I saying be ignorant to the reality that the skin that you are born and you cannot do anything about? No, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is allow the Lord God, your creator, your father to be your number one source of guidance, not how you feel, not how you've been injustice or, or been treated wrong because Jesus was, was, was treated horribly wrong and he's the son of God. Romans 12, 19 says, Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. So if we could yet keep the, the word of God in mind and, and flow and rock with the encouragement that has been provided to us through the word of God, through the, the and, 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 and let's not forget that we are able to live by the word of God through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not our, our goodness that allows us to be obedient to God, but it's the spirit of God that is indwelling within us. So when you, these, these couples, if I could talk to them, I would encourage them to, yes, absolutely continue to love those people. But if you're, you're, um, and this is the balance of what we need to understand. Let's just keep it black and white, meaning, okay, my my property is being is being overtaken. The my personal project, per possessions are being um, uh, abused, misused, stolen. Then let's follow the channels which are nece necessary to ensure that we have the right to maintain what is ours and allow the law which was created to run its course while continuing to pray and ask God to give us wisdom of how to handle the situation so that the kingdom of God will not. Um, uh, uh, be misrepresented. And this moves me into our part seven of stand and study. Listen, the, 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 the view of the church is highly distorted. And what that means is that people of the world have a, a distorted view of what church is about for us as believers. Because re remember that church is for a, a place for believers, is it not? It's not for everyone. And, and how can I say that, that it's not for everyone? Because everyone is not seeking to live for God. So if you are not desiring and uh, patterning your life after what God has uh, established for us as his creation, then it's not the place for you. How can it be? 
Hebrews 10.25 says, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the matter of some is, some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Who is ourselves? Those that are calling upon the name of the Lord. Those who are believing uh, that God is going to do what he said. Those are, who are believing that God will provide all of our needs according to his riches and glory. Amos 3 and 3 says, can two walk together except they be agreed? So from the church house to the neighborhood to etc., how can you walk together with anyone if you are not in agreement on where you're going? So again, the view of the church is highly distorted. When you do not represent yourself, your business, your community, your organization, etc., in a manner that demands the respect it deserves, you will usually get a response that is less than what it should be, period. So we as believers must represent the kingdom of God in a view that, that, that will bring the response of which is necessary, meaning we got to stay away from the foolishness, We meaning let's not be in church about uh, 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 and being in church to to uh, acquire money, to take people's finances, to to hype them up and pump them up for for wrong reasons, to manipulate people out of their money. Let's not do that. If people want to give to the church, allow them to give, which is a which is a biblical principle. Let, let's do that, and I guarantee you, if you would if you would hold fast to the biblical principles, then you will see uh, uh, better results. You will see results that will be able to stand in the face of opposition and not worry about crumbling because of, of, a, of a shaky foundation. Second Corinthians 9 and 7 says, Every man according as he purposed in his heart, so let him give. Not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves, loveth a cheerful giver. You don't have to be beat up, uh, uh, talked about, or coerced into giving finances to the church. If you want to give, bless the Lord, give. If you don't want to give because it's not in your heart to give, bless the Lord, then don't give. That's that's the gospel truth right there. But let us let us understand that. And I'm not, I don't want to go too far off of the topic here, but just let's wrap this up in terms of our view of the church. Let us understand that the church, as, as in reference to a building, it is a building like your favorite fast food restaurant. It is a building like your favorite athletic workout facility. It is a building just like a place where you go to work, meaning that it has a door that has a key you have to turn. It has um, heat. It has air condition, it has lights, it has bathrooms with running hot and cold water. These things require finances for them to run for your pleasure and at your demand. If we can understand that, then we could we can see that it's okay to give. Amen. It's okay to do that. Bless the Lord. But back to the topic at hand, a modern day KKK assault which is the title of this video, Black Ranchers in Rural El Paso County Claim They're Being Terrorized. You watch the video for yourself to see if, if any of what they're, sounds, they're claiming sounds to be true. I mean, it, it sounds like this is a, 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 a high pro, 
possibility considering the 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 history of this this nation united states of america considering the history of the relationship between white and black absolutely considering the history of of blacks reality in the south during slavery i mean these are these are these are realistic things that we have experienced as a as a community of citizens in the united states of america but still, even more importantly than that, for those specifically, I'm speaking to those who are believers. If you are believing that God is who he says he is, then you have a higher calling. You have a higher uh, 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 responsibility to look at the situation from a different set of lenses than the rest of the world who is not calling upon the name of the Lord as their savior. You have to look at it from a spiritual perspective. You have to look at it that we are all people, yes, created in the image of the Lord God, as per Genesis chapter 1. But Ephesians 6 and 12 says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So, look, we are not fighting against white people. Black people, uh, white people aren't fighting against black people. We're not fighting against Latins, Mexicans, Chinese, Jamaicans, Haitians, etc. It's a spiritual battle here. We're not fighting against flesh and blood because we all have flesh, even though it may be of a different shade. But we all have blood and it's, the all, it's all the same color. Do you understand? You understand it from this perspective and you have to look at it this way because the enemy will do everything to get your eyes off of what God has already established that we all need to be saved. If the enemy can get you to, to, to not look at what God has established and left for us in his word, then he's got you looking at things that are superficial and are temporary. If you live your life operating in the the emotions of life, you're going to be up and down all the time, unable to make real solid decisions because of your emotions have you on this roller coaster. You're not going to be able to trust the word because of how you feel. And that is not where God needs us to be. Consider if Christ had responded how he in, in the situation in which he found his, himself going to the cross as the son of God what if he had responded out of his emotions and said God take me body and this is this, this is not for me I'm, I'm the son of God I don't have to go through this I don't have any sin in my life but he didn't do that he showed us what it meant to endure he showed us what the fruit of the spirit looked like in real time and stayed the course of the purpose for which he was sent to the earth realm to do. When we give our lives over to Christ and we we give up our sin nature, we give up we give up living, <clears throat> uh, being governed by our flesh, but being governed, but to being transformed to being loved, governed by our spirit. We we are we are on a different path. Romans twelve and one. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Verse two, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renewing is a complete change for the better. Why? So that ye may prove what is that good, <clears throat> excuse me, and acceptable and perfect will of God 
perfect is brought to its end, finished, wanting nothing necessary to completeness. Perfect. Hallelujah. So in my emotion, I do feel for this couple who is enduring something that I know is strictly fleshly based. I want to encourage them and encourage you as well for those who are feeling like they are experiencing some type of uh, uh, racial prejudice. I want to encourage you to look at things from a spiritual perspective to see that it's the enemy trying to trap you into something that will bring you to your demise. Look at Adam and Eve. You look at Eve and you see that Adam uh, received the command from God to enjoy whatever he wanted except this. Eve did not receive that command. So she partook at the, the manipulation of the enemy and gave that to her husband. The husband had the obligation to say no because of his command from God. Remember, it was Adam and God. God with a perfect relationship once he disobeyed what God had commanded that perfect perfect relationship was severed and of course we know there's where sin enters the story and everything else we know from there is down which is the need ultimately for Christ to come to redeem hallelujah so going to to forgiveness into victory listen <clears throat> people are going to make your life difficult. People are going to get under your skin. People are going to dis uh, disrespect you, uh, call you out of your name, st steal your property, vandalize, take advantage, um, lie on, cheat, etc. But you have to stay focused. You have to represent. And what is represent? It is um, the act of representing or the state of being represented something that represents as an image or a likeness that's us created in the image of God an account or a statement as a facts allegation or arguments so listen we have to represent the kingdom of God how do we do that we do that by letting our light shine we do that by spreading the gospel we do that by by operating in the, the fruit of the spirit our communication has to be solid. I, our communication has to be, uh, this is another aspect of representing well, is that our communication is clear. And what is communication? It's the exchange of thoughts, messages, or information as by which speech, signals, writing, or behavior is conveyed. And of course, that, that will impact our actions, which is something that is done or accomplished. We, 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 we say things and then we do. We, we talk about things and then we'll have a response about something we're going to do. In this case with the farmers, I mean, one point in the video, they're talking about they're, having, they're walking with their hands up because they don't want to be shot by their neighbors because they're trying to re retrieve their cattle that may have crossed the, the, the boundary lines of their property. It's to the point where they're having to fear their their own personal safety to retrieve their own property because of the tension between uh, being white and black, a skin color. So this this encouragement is is for both sides of the party. If you are black people, if you're a black 
man or woman and you're you're hung up on the Black Lives Matter because you feel injustice from this, that, and the other, I want to encourage you to let that go and focus more on this not being a flesh and blood issue. It's a spiritual battle that the enemy is is banking on you losing. If you're a white person and you are expressing um, anything other than respect for your 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 fellow man that happens to have the shade of a darker skin tone than yours, black, uh, uh, a black man or a black woman or or any other race, you let me let me tell you this right now: you are not superior. No one is superior to another because God created you all. God created us all. And he created us all with purpose. So for whatever reason that you think anyone, black or white, think that you are superior to another race, think who created you and see what what level of superiority you feel that you have. You didn't create yourself. You were created by the creator for uh, uh, a purpose, which was not for you to to. Pump, uh, 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 represent yourself as being superior. God is not the author of confusion. So, if you're focusing on something that that you think is should be, let me tell you, if it's creating confusion, then you need you probably need to move on to something else. Racism is not promoting peace. Black Lives Matter is not promoting peace. White supremacy is not promoting peace. The love of God will help bring peace <laughs> because it takes the focus off of your difference and puts it on the creator. Listen, you may you may not appreciate my position as a, as as a as a as a black person. Look, I love being black. I love having a black family. I love everything about my life. And I'm not ashamed of any aspect of my life either. I'm not ashamed about being black. I'm not ashamed about having black daughters or black wife or black um, sons. I embrace it all fully because this is what God gave me and this is God, who God made me to be. So why am I fighting against this when this is what God decided that he wanted me to have? We have to keep things in perspective. You didn't do anything to get what you have in terms of your this color of your skin. So let's 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 stop thinking that it's it's some some something special. Like really it's it is is your skin color your God. People of God, those who are calling on the name of the Lord as their savior, forgiveness into victory. Everyone has been offended at some point or another in their life. At some point or another in their life you have been offended. But let me tell you this, as believers, we need to understand what side we're on. If we are on the side of the Lord God, creator of heavens and the earth, the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega, the king of kings and the Lord of lords, the the most, the perfect one. Listen, you're, you're part of a, a kingdom family. Now, that family may or may not include your biological family. But let me tell you that that is not even important to this degree. Matthew 12, 50 says, 
For whosoever shall do the will of my father, which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and mother. So listen, get sharp, get with your family that is promoting kingdom. Amen. Because I'm telling you, it's going to bring, it's going to bring a, 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 an expected end because God's side is the side that already has the victory. So while these types of stories that are our reality in the world that we live in, we cannot forget what our purpose and our, our objective is. It's to bring glory and honor to the kingdom of God. It's to, to win souls. It's to expand the church. How do we expand the church? By shedding the gospel, by letting our light shine before men. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got to understand what the main thing is. Let the main thing be the main thing. Hallelujah. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. Matthew 5, 16. It's not about us. We are, we are working for the kingdom of God of which we are a part of. And we have different roles, but we are working for the kingdom. If you're true in your faith, if you don't have ulterior motives, if you're not out trying to manipulate people, again, let's keep the main thing the main thing. These stories that we have in, in that that's that's flooding the internet of, of, of which is which I I believe is to entice you, which is to get you off focus. Believers, I'm talking to believers. I'm talking to my fellow brethren in the Lord. It's meant to distract you. Forgiveness into victory. One of the greatest stories or, or, or greatest, uh, it's just an adjective, but there, there, there are several. Forgiveness into victory. Let's look at Joseph. Found story, story is found in, in Genesis. Hallelujah. J Joseph is the son of Jacob and Rachel. Rachel was Jacob's second wife. He was married to Leah first, then Rachel, then Bilhah, then Zilpah. Those are the four wives that, that he had, or two wives and two concubines. And from those four, he had 12 children. Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, Asher, Issachar, Zebulon, Joseph, and Benjamin. And he also had a daughter, Dinah. Joseph was the first son to his second wife, Rachel, but his 11th son in totality. But focusing on Joseph, Joseph, um, if you know anything about the story, Joseph was favored by his dad. Genesis 37, 3 says that now Israel, Israel was also who? Jacob. And how do we know that? Because if you look at Genesis 32 and 28 and also 35 and 10, you'll see the name change to Israel. Genesis 37 and 3. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. So Joseph is, is not liked by his own brethren. They all share the same father because he received favor from his father. 
we moving on into the, the account of Joseph, we know that he had, as we already stated, he had issues with his family, his brothers. They were jealous of, envious of him because of the relationship that he had with his father Israel or Jacob. We also know that he interpreted dreams, which also contributed to his brother's dislike because they felt like, you know, oh, you're better than us. You, know, you interpreting dreams. What do these mean? Are we supposed to serve you? They didn't understand those things at the time. But as we continue to read through the story of Genesis about Joseph, we see that he did go on to not only uh, share those dreams with his brethren, but he also was able to interpret dreams for other people as you know that uh, additionally let me back up really quick because of the 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 the, the disdain from his brothers i'm talking about joseph's brothers to him they threw him in a well they opted not to kill him um in 37 26 it said and judah said unto his brethren what profit is it if we slay our brother and conceal his blood so he said, 27, come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and let not our hand be upon him. For he is our brother and our flesh and his brother, brethren were content. So they agreed not to kill him because of his brother. So because of that fact, his life was spared. And praise God that um, you had a, a one brother in there, at least from the story that saw that there was no benefit in, in slaying him. Hallelujah. But even just the, the, the desire or the, the, the commentary to do that, I mean, <laughs> that's that's a lot of that's a lot of hate for your brother. So he is sold off and then, you know, he's brought to Egypt and he, he makes his way to to Pharaoh's kingdom, Pharaoh's house, Pharaoh's uh, his quarters. And he is now transferred to their custody and. It serves, and we're in Genesis 39, and the Lord was with Joseph. That's key. The Lord was with Joseph, and he wasn't just with Joseph when his brothers decided to sell him. Lord, the Lord was with Joseph from the beginning. This was, a, this, was, this was powerful, of course, for his life. 39 and 2 says, Genesis, and the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. Now, we looking at we look at Pharaoh here. They they not they not calling upon the name of the Lord as their God, but because the hand of the Lord was on his life, they were able to see that the Lord was with him. It goes on to say in thirty nine and three Genesis that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hands. So what was that? What does that mean? Verse four and Joseph found grace in his sight and he served him and he made him overseer over his house and all that he had put in his hand. So the 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 Lord visit uh being the Lord being on the life of Joseph was visible by his master and because of that he gave him he gave him some status. He gave him some status. Amen. So moving on moving forward in the story we're talking about victory forgiveness into victory. Uh, he goes on to say that Joseph was a goodly person and well favored, verse 6. So listen, some of the realities for Joseph, we're talking about injustices, whichever word, short ends of the stick, etc. Joseph was tempted by his master's wife. Uh, he was wrongly accused. He was sent to prison. And he continues in his character, meaning that he continued to be this, the, 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 
man that was representing the kingdom well. He interpreted dreams when he got sent to prison that were founded to be accurate. Um, he was released back after he got out of prison, after interpreting dreams for several people. And then famine comes and his brethren come to him for supply. So moving forward, the, those brethren that, that misused him decided not to kill him but sold him off would later come as we continue to read the story would later come back to to uh to to meet uh, with joseph again although this being sometime later they would not recognize who he was at this point of when joseph's brothers come back to see him again or having to come to him for a need that they have um, this is the famine is coming and joseph is is second in command he is, he is responsible for what's going on. The brothers come out of need, and Joseph, they don't recognize each other. Joseph asks, Does, is the father still alive? And um, they, don't, they don't know who he is, right? They're, they're speaking to a higher up, and they don't even know that it is, that it, it is he is their brother. 45 and 4, Genesis says, And Joseph said unto his brother, Come near to me, I pray you. And they came near and he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. He had, he, he, it, let's read on five. Now, therefore, be not grieved nor angry with yourselves that you sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve life. So it, 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 it sounds and it reads like Joseph recognized that all that he went through was for purpose. So it was no logical reason for him to hold on to any negative feelings or emotions or thoughts or particular things that he could have done to his brethren because of his his level of authority but he said don't be grieved don't be angry for what y'all did god sent me here before you to preserve life and they need they, they in fact did need favor they, they needed him you had a famine that was on 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 a Horizon that had not fully kicked in. Hallelujah. So verse 45, verse 8 says, So now it was not you that sent me hither, but God. And he hath made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord of all his house and a ruler throughout all the land. So again, to reiterate, from the injustice that Joseph received at the hand of his own family, it was that the what um God was able to use and already had in plan and in store because Joseph's heart was in the right place. Joseph wasn't holding grudges. Joseph wasn't looking to get even because he recognized that it was God needed to send him to help save them. F forgiveness into victory. He, he, he had to forgive them. He had to let, let that go. And I believe it was by the power of God that he was able to do that. And that's how we are able to do in the face of opposition, in the face of those things that are difficult, where we feel like we have to get even or they don't deserve forgiveness. They need they deserve to be punished, etc. cetera. We, we got to be able to let stuff like that go because we're already on their side. If we are on God's side, we are already victorious. We may not be experiencing right now the victory that we want to experience but we have to understand that we are already on the victorious side. 
everything is not going to be peaches and cream <laughs> or whatever your favorite uh, uh, <laughs> uh, favorite um, snack snack is but it's coming it's coming it's coming it is coming it is coming and you have to you have to be able to you have to be able to stand with that you have to be able to to stand with that thought process and on that thought process because you understand that God is in control you have to understand that God is in control you have to if you can't if you if you are still struggling with whether or not God's got this thing then it's going to be difficult for you to have any other thoughts other than I got to get even, this is not right, um, what am I going to do, etc. You, you, you got to be able to, you got to be able to let that go. Things like that go. John 15, 18 says, if the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. Christ is telling us, look, before you even came on the scene, the world was against me. You got to know. Hallelujah. Victory. Forgiveness into victory. We have the victory. Don't allow the, 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 the short-sightedness. Don't allow the, the misdirection. Don't allow the... Um, don't allow people being used by the enemy to be the reason why you fail. You understand what I'm saying? The enemy is going to use people just like God is going to use people. But if you're so focused on how the enemy is using someone that you're just, you're only looking at from a natural perspective, you're going to lose every time. Every time. Guarantee you that. Every time. We, we, we got we to gotta give up the the wanting to get even. We have to give that up. If you are you are endeavoring to get even, then you're missing. You're missing everything that God is trying to teach. You're missing the example that Christ modeled for us. Christ wasn't walking around looking to get even. How often did the Pharisees and the Sadducees present some type of foolishness to kingdom to, to, to Christ to embarrass to 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 imprison to beat to to mistreat to not give the proper reverence to Christ that he deserved? They were out to embarrass. They was out to do off with his head because he was exposing. He was exposing them. They didn't have true relationship. So it was it was tough. It was tough for them. So just to close in conclusion with this modern day KKK assault, they need deliverance. If you if Christ is not the head of your life, then this type of activity should not be a, a surprise at all. And and I know it's it's tough to to hear me talk like this. It's tough to, 
to think that, man, you're a black person. You should be wanting to 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 riot and to and to uh, <laughs> uh, get get payback and to have them thrown in prison. Well, well, I, I can get with you there. If they are breaking the law, then they deserve the consequences for breaking the law. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm not I'm not I'm not promoting you to to be ignorant because you have a relationship with the Lord and desire to do his will and to, and to live in the center of God's will for your life. No, I'm not encouraging ignorance, but quite the contrary. Proverbs tells us in all I get in, get understanding. Understand what we are actually doing on this earth that we are living in. How are we occupying our time? How should we be occupying our time? What should we be looking at? What should we be focusing on? What should we be fighting for? That, 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 that's, that's where we need to be. And as we get there, these things will mean less to us because we understand as you get closer to, to as you mature and get closer and closer to the Lord, you see that these things don't matter. You see that these things don't matter and that God is going to fight your battles. Vengeance is mine, say of the Lord. Let the Lord let the Lord redeem. Let the Lord redeem. Let the Lord redeem. Second Timothy 2 and 12 says, if we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. Philippians 3, 14, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. What are you, what, what's your goal? So <laughs> with this racism, let's say, you, you somebody um, practice racism against you. You get them locked up. They found that you are absolutely correct. What have what have you solved? Have you ended the injustices? Because it, long as people are here who are not surrendered to the Lord, who has not um, operating under the power of the Holy Spirit, you're going to have those issues. So long as you're looking at it from a natural perspective. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, people. We're not fighting flesh and blood. The sooner you can understand that, the greater peace you'll have in your life because you understand who your enemy is. All these people out here, they're not your enemy. They're pawns in the game meant to keep you distracted on the what's really going on. Hallelujah. I want to pray with you. I want to help you get past some of these things. And this is what we do. Our, these, these teachings, this, this is what we do. We help people see what's actually going on. We're not about gimmicks. We're helping you come into the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ so that you can live according to his will. Amen. If you need prayer, I want to pray with you. You need a new church home. You need a church that's reliable, that's consistent on teaching the word of the Lord and nothing else then I invite you to This Is The Day Ministries. Absolutely. Shoot me an email. Shoot me a text. I love to talk with you. I love to pray with you. I love for you to, to make the decision to have Christ ahead of your life and stop teetering about, well, Christianity this and, and, and Christianity that and religion this and religion, religion that. We can hash through all that and, and bring you to the light. Absolutely. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Give your life to Christ today. Hallelujah. All those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's not be caught up on these superficial things. 
like color. Like somebody said something wrong to me that I didn't like. Let's let's stay focused, people. Hallelujah. This has been This is the Day Ministries Podcast Series. I've been your host and pastor, Dr. Courtney Alexander Harris. Until next time, I love you with the love of the Lord. God bless you. Grace and peace. And stay focused.